You're listening to the Rebel Boss Ladies podcast, where we feature everyday rebel bosses just like you who are taking charge of their life and creating a path to financial freedom by launching digital products online. I'm your host, Eden Freed. Let's learn to launch. Welcome back. We've got the one and only Tasha Booth on the show today to talk all about launching a high-ticket coaching program. If you've never met Tasha, here's what you need to know about her. Tasha Booth is an agency owner, coach, and podcaster. She really does it all. She's the founder and CEO of The Launch Guild, which is a course launch support and digital marketing implementation agency supporting established coaches and course creators with course and podcast launches, operations and systems management, content management, repurposing, the whole nine yards. Her team is over 20 members strong and works together to really support their clients and being able to focus back onto their zones of genius. She also mentors virtual support pros like VAs, OBMs, and PMs who are passionate and ready to grow their businesses while living life on their own terms. And she's also the host of the How She Did That podcast, a podcast for virtual assistants, online business managers, and project managers to learn business and tech tips. I'm going to turn it over to Tasha, who's obviously amazing. (laughs) Did you hear all the things she does? I'm going to turn it over to her in just a quick second, but just a quick reminder that if you are interested in learning how to launch your digital product in the next 90 days, I've got a free roadmap for you that's going to teach you exactly how to do that. Head on over to edenfreed.com forward slash RBL to grab your free copy. Okay. Please join me in welcoming Tasha Booth. All right, Tasha. I am so excited for our conversation today. Welcome. Thank you for having me. Absolutely. Okay. So I don't know if everybody knows you. I know you, but for everyone who is totally new to you, tell us a little bit about you, what you do, your backstory, anything you're willing to share with us. Yeah, absolutely. So my name is Tasha Booth. I'm the CEO and founder of the Launch Guild. We are a full service launch support agency working with established coaches and course creators on all kinds of launches. So group program launches, course launches, podcast launches, those sorts of things. I've got a team of 25, I think, at this point. And I also, the other side of my business is that I coach and mentor uh, virtual support pros. So VAs, OBMs, and project managers on how to start, grow, and scale their own businesses. Uh, I live in Albuquerque, New Mexico. I'm a military spouse. My husband's uh, Air Force for the last 22 years. I have two stepdaughters, Grace and Meredith, 12 and 14, and two amazing dogs. So (laughs) that's kind of me in a nutshell. (laughs) I love it. How how did you get into this world in the first place? How did I? (laughs) (laughs) I'm just so curious. It's so interesting. How did you do it? (laughs) Yeah. So my degree is actually in musical theater. So clearly I'm not using that right now. (laughs) Right. But uh, yeah, but I was in musical theater for 12 years. I decided to just kind of like change, uh, you know, change direction. And I uh, started a hobby blog and got into blogging, which then led to getting a couple of VA clients based off of like what I was working on um, in my own blog and like the skills that, you know, that I was uh, curating for my own blog. And it kind of just really snowballed and grew to the point of where I quit my full-time job within eight months of starting as a part-time, very part-time VA. 
and then saw the need for uh, clients, the kinds of clients that I was, was working with. They were a lot of coaches and course creators always were launching something and saw that need to have a team of people who were all experts in what they were doing instead of just me trying to do all the things. So that's kind of it in a nutshell in terms of, you know, how I got started and, and where that started from. <laughs> now, did you, do you move around a lot or did you move around a lot as a military spouse? Yeah. So um, my husband, Scott, and I have been married for four years together for seven years. And so I kind of got the the lucky end of the stick in the fact that like I've only been through one deployment with him. We've okay. moved one time, uh, so we've we've been pretty you know pretty. Uh, it's been pretty easy for me basically. But yeah, in his career, I think he's been deployed like eighteen different times. Wow, you know, moved around almost that much. <laughs> well, I was gonna say yeah, because you know typically people move around a lot, and this sort of work works really exactly. well because it works really it's well. all digital. Yeah, yeah, totally That's cool. Okay, so today we're going to be talking about launching high ticket coaching programs, um, which I knew this was a like I, I made a list of topics I wanted to cover on the podcast. This was one of them. And I was like, who can talk about this? And I immediately thought Tasha Booth, she she's <laughs> the person I need to have her on the show. Um, so people listening might be totally unfamiliar with this concept of like even what a high ticket coaching program is, whether it's right for them. Can you speak to that a little bit first? And then we'll talk about the launching strategy around it. Yeah, absolutely. So I consider a high ticket coaching program is usually a five figure investment for the person. It's a longer program and there's really a large promise transformation in it. So it's usually not something that is for beginners, but um, normally something for more seasoned entrepreneurs, those who have already um you know had some experience and some success in their business and now are ready for really keyed in support to take their business and whatever they're trying to do to the next level so that's kind of yeah that's kind of it and it, it, like your phrase next level is the perfect phrase so that's what mm -hmm. came to mind next is typically you're going to launch a course or something before it in terms of your value ladder and then a high ticket coaching program for the people yes. who maybe completed that or like are looking for the next thing the next level of support from you yeah um now with that higher ticket investment from customers comes a little bit of a different launching strategy some different considerations here how do you think it's different than launching something like a lower priced course or anything for that matter? Yeah. So the difference we see is normally on the front end where we call it kind of the launch runway. You're going to need more time to nurture those people and to get them warmed up for the offer. Normally, the people that are going to be in your high ticket program are people that are already in your community, already in your network. And so the no like and trust factor is already like present and already there. But it's different for like a 997 something that they've said yes to and then being like, this is a $10,000 something, right? So right. really making sure that you, that you are um, articulating the promise transformation in a real way through your content, even in like even months out and kind of already starting to lead people to the, what that next level thing is. Um, I think that that's, that's the most important piece and that's the piece that's the difference. The other piece that we see, and we can go into this in a little bit if you want to, is kind of the sales event as we call it being less about like a one-off webinar or something like that and more either a multi-sales event or something that just gives people more of an in-depth view of what it would be like to work with you in this advanced way in this new way 
So you mentioned launch runway. How long is, and there's probably not a, a correct <laughs> answer here, but maybe a politically correct answer. Yeah. What's, what's your recommendation for how long that launch runway should be for something like this? Yeah, I would say at least 12 weeks. So at least three months. You know, mm -hmm. sometimes we see it as long as 16 weeks, even five months. Uh, mm -hmm. Like, and Amy Porterfield's an example of this. I don't know if you follow her launches at all, but her launch runway is eternally long. <laughs> I'm always like, <laughs> she starts warming people up for like an August launch. Is she in, ever like, not January. in the middle of I know. the launch runway? I know. <laughs> <laughs> but it works for her. And, you know, I think it's, it's showing the fact that like when you have that no like and trust factor and you've warmed people up, like the minute you, you explain like why they need this thing people are ready to hand you their credit cards. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And, you know, I, I always think the best answer to a question like this is there's no such thing as too long a period mm -hmm. of time. There's only yeah. such thing as too short. And too it short. will depend on your existing relationship with your people. Like if you're brand new to the space, first of all, you might not want to be launching a high ticket coaching program, mm -hmm. but you're going to you're going to need more time. Exactly. Yes. <laughs> Okay, so you said you mentioned launch events and that they might might be like multi launch events. What can you give us an example of what that might look like? Yeah, so I will use um, let me use my own example from from one of my programs. So I have my high ticket offer is called the Agency Thrive Mine, and it's a 12 month program for those who are building agency model businesses. So what we did was we actually started talking about it. We launched it last August. I think we started talking about it in like April um, and basically like just talking more on the podcast about agency. You know, I, I had a um, uh, what was it called? Like an opt-in that was a video about like mistakes that people make when they are hiring or, you know, around team and leadership and everything. And just really kind of cultivating that part of my existing list and that part of my existing community. So really when we're thinking about the sales event piece, then as we were getting closer to it, we were trying to decide, okay, what is the thing that they're going to need to get to know me more? So that could for, for some people mean like a podcast series, which leads into a couple webinars, which at the end leads to a challenge or vice versa, leads into a three-day challenge, which then leads into a couple webinars. So you wanna give people a couple different touch points in terms of just getting to know you and to understand how you teach, um, the concepts, the, you know, the advanced level concepts that they're going to learn that's different from your other material and getting an opportunity for them to ask their questions as well. Now, a lot of people do sales calls as mm -hmm. part of their um, launch strategy for high ticket coaching programs. Um, what do you think about that? Is that something that you recommend you've done before? Yeah, so I love sales calls because it's just an opportunity to get to know people. And I think one of the things that is really, really important about high ticket offers is that you're getting people that are right for the program and that's not going to be everybody. So I never suggest that somebody, you know, create a high ticket offer and their sales page lead directly to a checkout page because you don't know, like, yes, the person could have the $10,000, but they're just starting out in business and that's not going to be supportive for the rest of the members of that group or community. Um, so you really want to make sure that you have the right people in there. So the sales call piece is important, but how you conduct the sales call can look so many different ways. So for example, I've done Voxer, you know, sales call chats, basically I've done Instagram chats in DMS. I've done actual zoom calls, I would say definitely test it and try it out and see what your community needs. But what I've realized, even in my own experience, is that 
when people get to this level, they're so darn busy <laughs> that like, you know, if they know and if they're the right fit and you've, you know, you vetted them in other ways by looking at their website and ask the right questions on the application, then you can have a quick Voxer call with them or a Voxer chat and, you know, and be it on their time in your own own time when you have the time and not make it somewhere where you have to be in front of a screen like in Zoom. So I definitely think that you can play around with it, but it's a definite, you know, important piece of it. And I think to some extent, you kind of have to ask yourself, what's your personality mm -hmm. and what what does that align with most? You know, if you hate being on video and yeah. that's not going to be part of your coaching program, maybe a Zoom sales call is not going to make sense for you and a phone call might be better or Instagram DMs or something. So I, I feel like personality probably pl plays a, a decent role in figuring that out. Absolutely. And how do you, you know, anything that we do in terms of launching, we always want to ask the question is, how am I going to show up as my best self? Like, how, how am I going to shine the brightest? Right. And so we never want you to do anything that like doesn't feel good for you, because if it's not feeling good for you, it's going to feel out of alignment with your audience as well. And that's not the kind of energy that you want to bring when you're trying to sell something expensive. <laughs> right, right. Okay, so there's obviously some sort of application that's typically going to be included in this process. Um, what do you use for that application? Where does it fit into the funnel and uh, any recommendations on questions? that should be definitely included in that? Yeah, so we use, we love to use Typeform for this. A uh, few reasons, number one, it, it has a native integration to Slack. And so we can just like integrate it and then it comes straight to our Slack channel. So we're in Slack all day, every day anyway, and it's just there so we can see the whole application. Um, and then in terms of questions, I like asking, you know, specific questions about like, what are the questions that are going to be kind of make or break in terms of, is there a revenue threshold you want them to be at? Is there a number of years in business you want them to be at? Types of businesses, those sorts of things. So we wanna make sure that we have those kind of, yes, it's a good fit, no, no, it's not a good fit question, but then also deepen the, the, the questions by making sure that your ideal person understands that they're responsible for their own like success in it, right? In terms of, you know, what are you expecting from this, right? If they say, well, I expect that you're going to help me make a billion dollars, you know, <laughs> that, that expectation is outrageous and not attainable, right? So just making sure that they have that what you are going to be doing in the program is set up right with their expectations. And then I always like asking the question, what does success in this program look like for you? Because what that helps to do is later on, if there's a problem, but even if there's not, like you can model back to them, well, you said that success looks like X, Y, Z, and you've attained X, Y, Z, you know, to, to show people that they have had success. So that really helps if you have, you know, an issue with a client, but even if you don't, when people are down on themselves and thinking like, this isn't working, you can pull that out of your back pocket and show them like, no, this is working. You're doing the work and you are being successful and, you know, doing what you said you wanted to do. So some people, I've seen people do it both ways where some people include a question on there that's like, can you afford X price? Like if yes. you're selling it for 10,000 or 5,000, can you afford the $5,000 payment or payment plan? And some people don't, they make people like submit the application before they find out what the price is. What, what do you think? What's the best way to approach yes. this? So I'm huge on, tr on price transparency. Yeah. And I just, you know, even 
even with the ability to pay for things, like, I just want to know what yeah. it is. I, You right. know what I mean? Like, I just want to know what it is. And so I've, I've had friends of programs of friends that like I've wanted to go into and they don't have their price anywhere. And I'll send them a message and I'm like, hey, I may be interested in your program, but I just need you to tell me how much it's going to be, you know, mm -hmm. like yeah. before we get on the phone, because I think that that saves so much time and energy on both ends. And I just know from somebody, you know, from being in a lot of programs, that nothing feels worse than like really gelling with something and feeling like, oh my gosh, this is a great fit. And then you get to the end of the sales call and they're like, that'll be $60,000. And you're like, okay, I was prepared for 10, you know? Yeah. So, so yeah, I just think that uh, having that, that payment transparency is going to be super helpful for you and for them. So what are some ways that and this question may be weird because um, you know you, you would think I'm going to ask you how can you better attract your customers but I'm actually I want to ask you how can you repel the wrong people mm -hmm. because I actually feel like that's really important for for a coaching program is to make sure the wrong people are not signing up um, and you can do that with price you can do that with a lot of different things but I'm curious are there are there specific strategies that you're using to make sure the wrong people are not joining yeah, I really, I have a whole section in my sales page that is very clear and basically says like, this is for you if, and this is not for you if. And I think making that very clear in terms of like, these are the lines in the sand are gonna like, is super helpful just to, just so that you're curating, you know, the, the types of people and the types of community that you want. And, you know, whether that's uh, you want a certain, you know, person at a certain level of business or you don't want people that, I don't know, you know, that like, don't like the color red or whatever the case may be, just be upfront about it and be clear on it so that people never can say like, well, I didn't know. Um, this is an example from Rachel Rogers, but, um, and I'm sure some will, some people will disagree, but on her sales page, it says like, you know, you're a great fit for this if you miss Obama every day. And I love that because it's like, oh, yep. sheep and goats, you know, like yep. I know or I don't know. And yep. you know, no matter what it is, that's what you want your sales page to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love that. There, there's nothing worse than feeling like the person who paid you shouldn't have paid you. Yeah. And it's just not a good feeling for anybody involved. Mm -hmm. And I'm always like, no, I, I just would rather not work with you because yeah. you're not my person. You're not, not going to have success and I'm not going to have success. It's not going to feel good. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, I love that. Okay. So there's, a, it's obviously very different to launch something of this price point of this caliber. Are there any required skills or prerequisites necessary that you feel is necessary to launch something like this? Mm -hmm. So I think a couple of them are definitely look at your value ladder and making sure that there's a couple different rungs that people can come in on because the majority of people, even if they've never worked with you before and they're just working with you for the first time in your high ticket offer, they are coming into your community a lot earlier than that. I can guarantee it. And so making sure that you have your content lined up to lead them to that, making sure that there are other opportunities to learn from you in smaller ways before they get to that is going to be super helpful. So making sure that you've looked at that. Second of all, that you're doing your own leadership work because that's gonna be super key, making sure that you are growing as a leader and as a coach on your own um, and working on that daily uh, in, in some ways so that you're showing up as your best self. And with that, the mindset piece of it, I think that there are so many amazing people who have amazing high ticket offers out there and they're not selling because 
they haven't done the money mindset work and they don't believe that they can sell something that is 10 or 20 or $50,000. And so when you're coming into that with that type of like energy, I'm not a very woo person, but I really believe this when you're coming into it with that energy of like, well, I don't know if, you know, if I can sell this, it just, it fills the room, you know, and you're not going to be able to sell it if you don't believe you can. That's huge. I I always, uh, I always say I'm not a very woo person either. But when it comes to the money stuff, I am a little bit woo, I guess, Mm -hmm. because I do believe that that's a super important aspect of things as well. I didn't think about that when it comes to selling this. So I'm glad you brought that up. Yeah. Um, What comes after selling a high uh, ticket coaching program? Anything? Oh, like what's it's next pretty on high. Like, is there anything, anything, <laughs> is there anything beyond this? You know, when we're thinking about the value ladder, this might be the, the top rung for a lot of people. Yeah. So VIP days are beyond that. Um, I think you can even do like a, a, a subset that has, you know, either more access to you because that's really what people are asking for in those higher ticket programs, like right? more access to you. So does that mean that you have like a week long retreat or something along those lines? I think that there's definitely things after it. Um, the VIP day, I think, is is the biggest piece of it. And I've seen people do that really, really well um, in ways that bring you know, in another fifteen, twenty-five thousand dollars for e- for each of those people, um, and it's an opportunity to really even deepen it even more in terms of the transformation that you're providing for that person. Okay, cool. So you mentioned that anything five figure could be high ticket coaching program, but how do you decide after you've outlined what your program looks like? How are you picking the price? And that's oh, a that's big the question. hardest thing. It's, it's- <laughs> Right, like that. Everybody's wondering it, so I had to ask it. (laughs) (laughs) I'm like, you're picking the price out of thin air, no. (laughs) But really, looking at what are the deliverables and what are the promise, what is the promise transformation, and if that transformation were to be made, what is the ROI on that person's investment? So, like, we want to kind of mix all of that up as like a stew of sorts and kind of get that magic number. And I always believe that, like, you will number one in your gut, you'll know when the number is right, and number two, the number's probably going to change. So the first time you offer that, it's kind of in beta, you know, you're trying things out, you're seeing what's working, what's not working and everything. And you can always raise it. But one of the things that I always do wrong in my programs, and I regret it every single time is like, I throw everything in the kitchen sink in there, thinking that that's the way that I'm going to get people to buy. And then I'm like, oh, this should have been $7 billion. (laughs) So yeah, really look at what is the transformation? What's going to be the ROI for the person? And what are the deliverables involved? And the time investment for you as the coach involved as well. Yeah, I think if you can really say, hey, if you do this program, you're going to have the skills, the tools, resources necessary to make this or do this. Mm -hmm. When you have that tangible like transformation written out very clear, it becomes easier for people to conceive of how they can spend that money with you. It's worth it for sure. Anything else you feel like is really important for people who might be considering or in the process of launching a high ticket coaching program? Yeah, I would say just know that they're super fun. And once again, I'm going to reiterate the fact that it's not about throwing in all the things. It's really being about being intentional and thinking in terms of completing what the what that transformation is, what my promise is, what tools, what things are, you know, are my students and my clients going to need in order to do that. And then just take your time in launching it. Like, 
you know, decide what your bottom line minimum number of people is in order to launch the program, but start having those grassroots conversations sooner rather than later. You will be surprised at how many people will say yes to something that doesn't start in November in like April and just wait, you know, and they will wait for you. And yeah, it'll be fun. <laughs> no, I, I'm just curious about this. If there is a, if, if you set that minimum number and you don't reach that, would you, um, like, what do you recommend people do? Let's say they say, I want 15 people in my program, but mm -hmm. they only get six. What do you recommend? I would then? say, I definitely am one that's like, just go for the six and just wow yeah. them. And six can easily become 10, which can easily become mm -hmm. 15 when you just pour yourself into making, you know, the, those relationships amazing for those six. Yeah, I love that. Turn those people into your number one fans. Yeah, you're really they'll, they'll market for you. Yeah. <laughs> cool. All right, Tasha. It's always such a pleasure talking with you. Um, if, for everybody who wants to continue learning from you, where can we find you online? Absolutely. So my website is thelaunchguild.com. You can also find me at tashabooth.com. So both of them are my website. And I hang out on Instagram all the time at the Tasha Booth. Definitely go follow Tasha everywhere she is. She's always <laughs> full of lots of awesomeness. Uh, Tasha, this was, has been so much fun. Thank you again for coming on. Thank you. Hey, Rebel Boss. Do you want to learn how to launch your digital product in the next 90 days? If yes, grab the free roadmap over at edenfree.com forward slash RBL. That's edenfree.com forward slash RBL. Thank you so much for listening. If you love the podcast, don't forget to leave us a five-star review and to share on social media. Your support really does mean the world. I'm your host, Eden Freed, and remember, keep kicking ass, keep putting in the work, and most importantly, keep showing up. We'll see you next time.